Good evening, everyone out there who are listening to our live show. And hello to all who will be listening to our podcast. It's four o'clock here. It's time for My Life in a Suitcase. And I'm your host, Manisha. And you're listening to Radio UCC 98.3 FM. Uh, today with me on the show, we have an amazing, amazing, another yet Afghan lady. Her name is Khatira Samim. She's a woman with a heart of a lioness, another proud refugee from Afghanistan who started her life from zero in Limerick, Ireland. Khatira is a woman human rights activist and she worked as gender specialist and livelihood manager in international NGOs in Afghanistan. Uh, now she's in Ireland and she works um, as an ambassador for Sanctuary Schools Ireland. So welcome, Khatira. How are you doing? Hello, Manisha Jan. Hello, everyone. I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on our show today. Thank you so much for having me to be here. You're most welcome. So Khatira is uh, live with us from a telephone call. So sometimes if you hear any disruption or anything, please forgive us. So um, before we continue with the show, um, I want to talk about one of the sad events today. Um, in the past two days, Afghanistan, especially northern part of Afghanistan in Herat province, um, has struck with a very bad earthquake. Till today, there have been nine earthquakes, and some of them are very strong. Some of them are not that much. That has destroyed um, many, many families, many houses, um, many lives. Uh, well, I should be telling you that there's a trigger warning. Uh, but to be honest, My Life in a Suitcase is a show which always has um, emotional triggers because we always talk about difficult topics we always bring about um stories and pains stories of pain and emotion of people's lives so today me khatira and all the afghans who are inside or outside afghanistan we are very sad and we are mourning for herat afghanistan um khatira how do you what what do you think about it uh manisha john honestly i am very sad and uh, here is a, uh, I, I would like to take this opportunity and uh, to say my condolence to all uh, Afghanistan people, especially those who lost their family members in the earthquake. And it, it's very sad, uh, as you know, that Afghanistan spent uh, almost a year that we are facing different, different type of sadness. Tra tragedies, um, uh, issues and cases and uh, I'm so sad. That's true, that's true. So um, from the images that I was watching on, on Facebook and when I was following news, the worst were those when when parents, especially dads, were finding their kids, their daughters and their sons under the rubbles. So um, I met a very lovely Irish lady um, her name is Claire Marie Barton. She's an amazing poet, a singer, and she has so many other talents. She wrote a book after she lost her son, Alan, in childbirth. And today, I want to dedicate that song to all parents in Afghanistan and in Morocco 
and all over the world who have been losing their children either due to natural disasters like earthquakes or war or due to any other reason but especially to the parents of afghan children that were des- that that were lost in the past few days thank you so much claire i'm going to read your poem at night i lie on my bed waiting for you then together we fly over over the waves over the sea of our dreams loneliness brings me closer to you at last in heaven feel the brush of your wings and starlight at last in heaven fireside pictures come to mind sparks of light renew there was never a doubt of my love for you at last in heaven you were my firstborn whom i longed to hold hold you in my arms hold you forever hold you in my arms but then you left me said you had to go now loneliness brings me closer to you at last in heaven feel the brush of your wings in starlight at last in heaven it seems that sadness brings me closer to you i won't let go i won't let go oh i love you so feel the brush of your wings in starlight at last in heaven at last in heaven at last in heaven so that was a song written by claire a very amazing poem for her son allen so guys let's move on with the show and let's continue talking to our beloved guest today khatra so um khatra welcome to the show and um, tell us about your life in afghanistan before taliban how was the life for you for other afghan women uh uh actually uh, before uh, before the collapse of afghanistan uh, i used to work in afghanistan with uh, uh, an ngo if you remember um, the ngo was called akbar yes yes that was the mother of all ngos yeah yeah i used to, i used to work there uh, uh, and uh, Uh, actually i was the akbar representative at the national level with uh, government body and uh, with the international ngos uh we had a nice life we all had trying we all had working and fighting to achieve the human rights the women rights the women empowerment and self empowerment uh Afghanistan despite to all challenges that we had but we had a government we had a judicial system law um, policy procedure were in place uh, we had lots of women uh, in the government body of Afghanistan and uh, we had minister women we had deputy or head um, The schools were open universities were open there was lots of working opportunities to all people women girls boys men all had a, an income based on their job and abilities uh, but unfortunately uh, suddenly Afghanistan collapsed and everything has changed uh, 
Manisha John especially, uh, women had freedom on that time. Uh, we, we, we used to go to the for a, for a picnic, for a holiday. There were several nice places in Afghanistan that family had to be together yeah. and to have their life. But just suddenly everything changed and Afghanistan go back to the 20 years ago. Definitely, definitely. Those were golden days, Katara. Some amazing, yeah. amazing days we had. They were lovely till they last. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. So, especially our, our young generation, Manisha John, uh, uh, they, they, they had, uh, they, most of them came from outside the country. They finished their education, higher education, and they came and they start working. They, they had trying to uh, change the, the society, the culture, the norm, and uh, most of the people had belief for human rights, for, for self-empowerment, for education. Uh, Afghanistan had going toward a development that, that suddenly everything collapsed. It, it, it is so sad for we people. That's true. That's definitely true. So, um, when you were working before in Afghanistan, um, did you face any challenges as a woman? Did you face uh, any problems, any difficulties? Was it a difficult world for women? Of course, of course, Manisha John. Uh, actually, before, as you know, that Afghanistan is a. Um, how to say it, a, a conservative country, yeah. uh, always women had struggled, struggled with different problems and challenges due to the norm and the custom and cultural which were uh, in place from a decades ago and all were uh, still they were uh, applicable in, in Afghanistan and uh, all were Several challenges for for a woman. Uh, like uh, at the, I used to work uh, in a rural area in Afghanistan and in an urban area in Afghanistan with both. Uh, uh, in the rural area in Afghanistan, when I was uh, when I used to work with Kansan Worldwide Charity, yeah. uh, we had lots of cases: uh, uh, early marriage, forced marriage. Uh, uh, different domestic violence at the, at the household level. Manisha uh, John, we had a, a research, uh, um, gender equality research uh, in Afghanistan, one of the rural area, and uh, we had a, a, a questionnaire, a group, a group of a group of women. They were came, they came together, and we had start discussion about the norm and cultural and custom and uh, what the problem. I never forgot that uh, one of the women said uh, during the, the group of discussion uh, and she said that, you know, this woman is a lucky woman in this society. And I said, how she is a lucky woman? And she said she is a lucky woman because her husband is always, her husband is um, hating him, her in a week. But oh my God. We, we women, our husband, most of the time, every day or uh, in a week, 
three or four days, our husband is hitting him as and she was lucky because her husband was kind. Her husband was helping her uh, in a house uh, working. Uh, and uh, just in a week, one time, he Oof. had hit on her. And mm. she was the most lucky woman. Yeah, so, she was, God, she would just feel that she's lucky because her husband would only beat her once a week. She was the lucky woman in that small society because, because he, she was hit on in a week once. By her, by her husband. How much these Norman cultural were influenced in, in our life? That's true. That's true. Though um, it's uh, yeah, that's I mean that that's heartbreaking. But as as you said, um, Afghanistan uh, was a place still happy and peaceful for women like you, for women like me. And we had the opportunity to work. We had all of us had work. We had the opportunity to, uh, to 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 move on. We had the opportunity to make a life for ourselves and to work for other women like her to make life easy and good for her. So that was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, we all. Um, as I said, uh, Manisha John, uh, the. We had a program. Uh, the name of the name of the program was Women Empowerment, and the purpose of the program was to to uh, to, re to reduce the domestic violence and to bring women participation in the society. And uh, there were several activities. So everything had uh, had changed. And uh, even at the rural area, women. Uh, they they had um, a, a small group among themselves. They had uh, several activities that the non-profit sector were implemented with them. Yeah. There were lots of training opportunities that the women were attended in these trainings uh, at the national level. So we all women, we had the right of working. Uh, we, had, uh, uh, we had a nice life. We we were with our friends, with our colleagues. We were in our society. Uh, we were both for ourselves uh, a position in our society. Definitely, definitely. So, guys, we'll continue talking uh, with amazing Khatira and and all her amazing life. And uh, let's take a short break and listen to an amazing song, which was picked up by my friend Sal. Uh, many many months ago and um, let's hope that this song soothes our souls today a little bit before we move back to the other questions so enjoy the lullaby by nigar bubin
That was Lullaby by an amazing Iranian artist, Nigar Buban, and uh, I hope it has helped us soothe our souls a little bit after triggering so much with what we are talking about. So, you're listening to My Life in a Suitcase from Radio UCC 98.3 FM, and we have with us an amazing lady, Khatira Samim. So uh, let's continue uh, talking with Khatira. Um, uh, uh, Khatira, when you were leaving Afghanistan, where Taliban came and Afghan government fell, um, what were the circumstances? Tell us about your story. How did you feel? How was it? Um, uh, Manisha John, uh, when, when the Afghanistan collapsed, and uh, I used to work with Akbar Agency, which was very known, and, and, and especially in Kabul, capital of Afghanistan, and most of the time I was representative of the Akbar to the government body and to the international NGOs. Uh, when when the Taliban came to Afghanistan, and uh, I got several uh, uh, life threats uh, from the Taliban, and I took it easy, and I said, okay, this is the Taliban, and uh, so the, the, the idea was uh, that the Taliban was, don't know how they got this information that the Taliban was uh, sent me a warning that you are um, trying to uh, bring the um, the un-Islamic values uh, yeah. and promote the un-Islamic values in, in, in Afghanistan, especially through to NGOs. And um, uh, if, if you didn't stop uh, your work, so... We will arrest you. And I and I was uh, uh, at the beginning. I was under the very pressure, and my dad was passed away recently. 
uh, I suddenly, I was in my uh, mother's house. Uh, when I came back, one of the, my neighbors said that the, the group of Taliban came and knocked you, and they had knocking your door, and they were looking for you. Oh, uh, and, and I said, why Taliban? Uh, I was at home, and uh, the next day, I got an again call that, uh, uh, where are you? Uh, then, then I moved out and I went to my mom, mother's house, and they were coming and just um, searching for me. Uh, it was nightmare, and my children were shocked, and they were thinking that they are going to arrest me or they are going to kill me. Uh, so finally, I was in my mother's house, in my auntie's house, in my uncle's house, and I was not in my house, and I was hiding. <coughs> Uh, then I report to Akbar organization that the, the, the country director was from uh, U.S. She was a, a nice lady. And yeah. uh, she actually, uh, one of my friends from Ireland, uh, which he was my line manager in Afghanistan, and he did call me and I said all the story to him that this is, this is the scenario ongoing. And thanks to him, his name is Liam Kavana. Uh, and uh, he did support me for getting the uh, Ireland visa. So good uh, of him. When I so good of Ireland, him. Yeah, when I got the Ireland visa, my um, country director from Agbar Agency, he facilitated uh, my flight. And that time, all flights were closed in Afghanistan. Totally, the airport was closed. Only the UN flights were open. Yeah. Uh, for some minister, diplomat, and for international uh, people that those who were in, in Afghanistan. And she did facilitate my flight uh, and arrange my flight, flight through to UN flight, and I evacuated from Afghanistan uh, to Pakistan. Mm. And um, I was in Pakistan, and after three days, um, I, I came to Ireland, but my children and my husband were remain in Afghanistan. Uh, uh, their passport were expired on that time, oh. and the passport office were closed. Uh, and uh, my life was in a very high risk, and I must. I had no choice except to evacuate from a uh, um, country. Otherwise, um, they would kill me, or they would arrest me or torture me. As, as as we know in the news um, every day that the Taliban arresting all women who are attending on and the demonstration and uh, they are working on human rights all this yeah yeah they they did arrest so many women and there there were so many women who are killed but no news talks about them there yes. were so many um, sadly Again, trigger warning, there were so many dead bodies of of women that nobody till today know what happened to them because no news followed that. And Taliban not only arrested many of them, tortured them, uh, but also killed many of them who were standing against them. So yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that you are safe and you came out. But it must be so difficult for you that you are here, but your children and your husband were away from you. Uh, yeah, Manisha John, actually, when I arrived in Ireland, uh, and uh, again, thanks to my friends, 
uh, Liam and uh, his wife, Jennifer Leston, there's always I'm saying they are the miracle of in my life. <laughs> and uh, uh, I came, I said, this is my life, but my children remain there. And uh, it was nightmare for me to be far away from your children. And uh, I just, I was struggling to take out my ch children from Afghanistan. Uh, finally, they came to Pakistan. When they arrived in Pakistan country after uh, after one month, yeah. Uh, when they arrived in Pakistan, and uh, because uh, my husband had no language, and uh, thanks God that my mother is also with me, and uh, my mother with three children. Uh, when they had the flight to come to uh, Ireland and yeah. uh, in the airport of Pakistan, the Pakistan police airport, uh, they didn't give them permission for fly, and they said that oh, your Pakistan visa is tempered. Oh, and they missed the flight. Uh, my husband uh, uh, went to prison in Pakistan for a week. He got tortured. Oh my God! Children, my children with my mother uh, released by by grantee of one of the Pakistani hotel owners, and uh, they came back to the hotel, and my husband was in prison, and he got torture. Oh God! It was another nightmare for me. And the Pakistan police did did it call me, and they said that if you are paying six thousand. Euro. Yeah, we will allow your family to to go to. Imagine that. that. Are I that I did evacuate from a war country, and just I saved my life, and since we didn't do anything, so why we should pay bribe for nothing? Yeah, even if the visa was tampered with, that is from their own embassy. I met, uh, I heard many stories of Afghans uh, who got um, Pakistani visas from Pakistan embassy, but they were tempered. But that is not the person's fault who is taking the visa. It is probably the person who is inside the embassy um, who is giving those visas, you see. So it was like, to be honest, that was not your husband's fault at all. So all they wanted was just a little bit of bribe. You know, like they don't care at this time that how difficult situation and circumstances Afghans have been and uh, have been through and they just want more money. And that's that's yeah. unspeakable, you know. Yeah. And, and I was not on the position of, of paying six thousand dollars for them. Uh, again, again, my friend Liam uh, uh, has his wife, Tifi. Homoyun, thanks for all of them. They, they, they did so much help my family and they contact the government and government, um, they get involved and my husband released by bail from the prison. And uh, yeah, finally, we had one more than one year court in Pakistan. And one year, my family was there every Every month we had court hearing, court hearing, and at the end of the one year, finally the Pakistan government said that, oh, this family is innocent. Oh, my God. We <sighs> had solicitor and all these 
So family, family finally got uh, innocent, and uh, thanks to Ireland government, they uh, did so much help my family for getting them here. And uh, my family arrived in Ireland on December of 2022. One, one year after you came here. One year after me. Yeah, and I'm sure only you know how that year passed for you. And that shows how brave a person you are. Uh, I'm so sorry, Khatira, that this happened to you. This should not happen to anybody. There should be enough compassion and love in the world to help those who are running or fleeing from danger. But sadly, there are countries, especially around us or maybe there are sometimes people who are not good enough and that is what they do and the actions of few people it ruins the the name of the whole nation wow so now that you're in ireland how do you feel how have you adopted in ireland it's weather and how do you feel now that you're with your family and in ireland Actually, myself with my family, we all are passing uh, a, a migration shock. It, 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 it's so traumatized. Yeah. We, we all family are mentally, we, we are not well. Like even children, they are getting uh, counseling. Myself, uh, I am taking the antidepressant medicine and counseling. My husband, my mom, all we all are sick, but we all are together. We all are safe. We are happy. Yeah, thank God that that must be must be very difficult to go through um, that type of mental torture and um, to to run from from such a dangerous place and then find yourself facing another danger as if there is no end. Um, uh, is there how how do you mentally cope with it? I mean, other than medicine. Um, do you use other methods to to relax? Uh, yes, Manisha John. Uh, when I start taking medicine, so uh, after that, uh, the medicine didn't help so much because uh, it did help. But uh, I start uh, counseling, uh, like I am getting uh, every month uh, counseling uh, and. Uh, uh, then I start cycling, then I start walking in a day, 10,000 step walking, and all these. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's really amazing. Um, I hope our, lis our, our listeners are listening that this is a story of such a brave woman, and it teaches us all not to give up, not to give up in the face of difficulties, in the face of life that always gives us something to fight for and Khatra did it she not only fought for her country her values while she was in Afghanistan living a very difficult life among a very culturally man-dominated society but also she fought against Taliban and came to Ireland and made a safe life for herself and for her children again she fought with Pakistani police, with the injustice that her family faced there. And now she is battling with mental health for herself and her family. 
but she's trying all that is in her in 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 her power and she's trying her best to be on a very positive route and that is a message to us all that we should not give up we should really really try to fight for our values for our own mental health our own physical health our happiness and i'm sure someday that peace will also come in khatra's life and also in our life khatra i'm so sorry that that this happened to you this should not have happened to any of us but what you faced is very difficult but you are very brave and you and your family have faced it very bravely so um how is limrick now how um how 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 do you mm, like what what is your idea now about ireland or how how do you feel now uh well manisha jan uh limrick uh, ireland uh, all the countries it's very nice country here is peace people are safe uh people are very welcome uh they are very supportive uh when i arrived uh, in ireland and after one month uh, i got um, a house uh, when when we rent the house we came in the house and the house was there was nothing but the limerick people uh, they are so nice they start supporting me with bed with sofa with table with duvet with pillow finally <laughs> finally i made a house a home by support of the people by support of the friends they are very nice they are very kind and uh, the the important things that we are safe we are together children are going to school uh the school the teacher and all the staff are they are they are amazing managers and they are amazing they 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 did help so much my children uh i am living in a abyssin which is a small town um the community of abyssin they are so nice they are very supportive uh they did warm welcome my family when they get here when they got here yeah that's so good to know that's so good to know that is the level of compassion and kindness that i think all human beings look for um not only khatra all us afghans we are very very thankful to irish government to irish volunteers irish groups everybody in ireland who have been so welcoming and kind to us um you have always opened your arms and your homes and your hearts to us and have tried to take the pain away from us and give us good memories so with that note we'll take a short break me and khatra will continue chatting off off offline and then we'll be back with you after this song so this amazing song is one of my favorites it's um uh, the singer is damian dempsey i'm sure you all know him he was born into dublin in mid 90s and uh, he emerged as an exciting young talent in the mid 90s and this maybe this song will cheer us up today a little bit and help us to feel a bit happy or maybe lift our our spirits a little bit so let's listen to sing all our cares away mary loves the grouse 
guides the butlers round the house She watches chachos and the soaps Broken hearted but she copes Michael's out of work Feels he's sinking in the murk He's unshaven and a mess Finds it hard someday to dress Stevie smashed to death Cause he can't express himself He's consumed by rage Like his father at his age Read this little child Has a lovely little smile Welcome back. You're listening to My Life in a Suitcase on Radio UCC 98.3 FM. Um, it's almost 20 minutes to 5 and we are talking to an amazing super lady, Khatira Samim. Offline, me and Khatira, you are talking about how um, how difficult it is for people like us, people who flee from their countries with with just their clothes on their back and maybe sometimes a little backpack. And we start our life in a suitcase and we meet all types of people, hopefully most of the time kind, but then we meet people like like the people that Khatira met 
and they were so unkind and all they were thinking were maybe because this family is running away from danger they might have brought whatever money they had with them so maybe we can take that in bribes and there are times like this that i think back and i say well <sighs> this planet we don't deserve this planet we don't deserve the beauty of this planet as human race because we are so we are so cruel to our own race so we don't deserve it right now there are so many news of afghans being tortured mentally physically verbally in iran and there are so many lovely iranian people believe me there are so many lovely iranian people who are standing for this cause and who are um talking about it on social media that why are we being so cruel to afghani afghanis who are who are just running from danger from hunger from probably a famine because it's been such a long time that there is no rain in afghanistan since taliban have hit the government there is nothing there anymore the economy has gone so low people are people are just trying their heart their their hardest to make both ends meet and for many people like me in khatara we are lucky enough to come to ireland or some other countries but there are so many who don't have this opportunity but um as we had an amazing guest alan last time and hopefully um, we have a surprise about alan in the coming days and i'll be telling you about that um uh, and he said that we should never ever question the need or the urge to leave for these people and that says something when when we are facing in a country like that need to leave is very difficult is is very very much alive because you know that you are not getting anything there and when you face people like those that hatara faced it makes it really really horrible to tolerate and i hope that the world has more compassion and acceptance and kindness towards refugees because refugees have to leave everything and start from zero So Khatarajan my dearest Khatarajan a very brave lady tell us about um your work experiences you were telling me about uh, you being ambassador of school of sanctuary ireland so um what's ha- tell us about your work experience with school of sanctuary uh Manishajan first of first of all i would like to uh, to thanks the school of sanctuary uh, colleagues Uh, all of them that uh, they did so much help my family uh, to advocate uh, on behalf of my family to the government and uh, even the school they had uh, like a uh, they, they did a campaign for my family to get them there uh, when I arrived in Ireland uh, um, Homayun Sherzad, one of uh, our colleagues, which he is from Afghanistan and living in Ireland, uh, he is working with the School of Sanctuary, uh, and uh, thanks to him, he 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 is also uh, one of miracle in my life. Uh, and uh, I start uh, volunteer working with the School of Sanctuary as a School of Sanctuary ambassador. The School of Sanctuary Ireland is an amazing program. Uh, it 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 helps all, but especially it's 
more helping for the refugees, asylum seekers, or migrants. Uh, I would like to uh, to share uh, uh, my thought as a parent of refugee student first, Manisha uh, John. Yeah, that would be uh, really amazing. Yeah, uh, parents, we all are the same, no matter we are an Irish parent or we are from other country, because we all are doing our best for our children to be safe, to be educated, to have a good life. Uh, but uh, I want to flag that uh, a refugee or asylum seeker uh, parent, uh, we are mostly facing uh, dealing with different challenges and problems in the life. Uh, because, as I said, that uh, being uh, displaced from a country or evacuated from a country, it has a big shock, mentally and physically shock. Uh, most of the time, we parents, uh, we, are, uh, we are very anxious. Most of the time, we are facing with low self-esteem. Uh, most of the time, we are just uh, thinking to finding a job, to adopt in a new society, to language, to meeting the people. These all are just thinking and thinking, and uh, mind is nearly getting explosion. Yeah. Uh, but since our children, they are going to a school, uh, and the schools are safe, and welcome, and children are included in the school. When they are coming back, and their face has a smile, and they are happy, we all are feeling relief. And we nearly forget all other challenges, and the whole family has a smile, they, they are happy, no matter that we have good food, or bad food, or nice house, or bad house. And our children are welcome, they are included, they are safe in the school, and they are learning very well. This is the most important, that we are feeling relief. And the School of Sanctuary is uh, one of the programs that uh, it is making the families to be, to be happy, to feel relief from this anxious or traumatized uh, challenges that they are facing. Uh, as I, as a, a school of sanctuary ambassador, I had several uh, travel uh, visited to Limerick schools. We had, we have uh, several schools. Uh, a school of sanctuary member. We have a champion school in Limerick. Vanilla uh, John, what I, what I did notice, those old schools are sanctuary. Yeah. Uh, when you are going to the school in the classes, and normally we have um, sharing our story from our country and uh, customs, culture, uh, the children, uh, they, they are more aware of, of, of what's being a sanctuary. They, they are more friendly. They, you can feel, you can see there is no difference between an Irish student or other students from other countries, there is, there is an acceptance among each other. 
they, they love each other, they're all looking so happy, uh, and the students are proud of their teachers, teachers are proud of their students. You can feel that such amazing and welcome and nice environment in the schools and children are so happy. Uh, this, is, this is an amazing program and uh, I am enjoying working uh, as a sanctuary ambassador uh, in Limerick uh, and I would like to thank all the schools those who are uh, sanctuary is a member of the School of Sanctuary program for their great job that they have been done and uh, I would like to encourage the other schools to to, to be member of a school of sanctuary and when the schools are sanctuary, when the students are happy, this is, it means that more than 100 houses, they are, they are happy. More than 1,000 houses, family are happy. Yeah, that's so true. And thank you so much, Khatarajan, for explaining so well the feelings of, of refugee refugee parents uh, because uh, people seldom talk about it and it really is important so um, that that's really amazing so um, one last question because we, we talked about schools and sanctuary and as you know that schools in Afghanistan are not sanctuary anymore for for Afghan girls and universities are closed for Afghan girls um, as every other door as well. Um, being someone who is not in Afghanistan anymore, but um, I know that you understand the pain of your people. Um, how do you feel? How do you feel that, um, how it must, how, how is it for Afghan people? Or, or what are your ideas on, on this? Uh, so Manisha John, uh, I would like to say the one, one, one heartbreak which I feel uh, I was in a Limerick, uh, we had a monitoring uh, in, in, a, in a school. Uh, it was my first time that I went to the school. And when I saw the, 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 the system, the, 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 the classroom, the, the, the children, they are like, they have tables, chairs, um, all other facilities in the classroom. Uh, and suddenly I... I remember uh, Afghanistan school, our children, that uh, most, uh, especially in the remote area in the school, we have no cheer, we have no other facilities. And uh, I don't know, emotionally, I, could, I couldn't control myself and I start crying in the, in the class. Uh, and I said the story of uh, the, the, the students of Afghanistan that, with all all challenges that the students are going from very far away to the school and there is no facilities, people are students are sitting on the ground, um, all these. But we all want to learn. We all want to be educated. We all want to be an open-minded generation in our countries. Yeah. Definitely. Right now, there is uh, no school uh, for girls. There is no university. Uh, is it, 
actually even I, I can't say I can't find the word to, to express my feeling that how much it is heartbroken uh, for, for people, for, for girls, especially for women, that they have uh, no access to their basic rights education uh, it's, it's very heartbroken and uh, I'm so sad I'm so sad Manisha John thank you so much Khatera the time flew by so quickly and I, I really I wish we had more time and we could continue chatting and your ideas and views and story is so so beautiful I wish we had more time to talk about it and I'm sure that in the coming episodes we will meet again we will invite you again on the show and we can listen to you more and your lovely voice and hopefully someday you'll be able to come live on our show and and we can sit face to face um Khatira thank you so so much for sharing your story for your life in a suitcase and it really means a lot to me it's it's a privilege for us for you to be on our like it's a privilege for us that you are on our show today mm, thank you so much it's my pleasure manisha it's my pleasure so we were talking to khatara samim an amazing lady a heart of lioness a warrior a non-stopping force nothing makes me prouder than inviting or meeting or talking to someone like Khatara who has seen so much in life but still is trying her best to bring happiness and smiles and progress in other people's lives. Her views, her ideology, her hard work is so valuable to me and to us because I know her background, I know how hard she has worked to have come this far. Refugees... Um, might come from different backgrounds they might be of different colors different races they might come from countries which have difficult difficult backgrounds or war for 40 years but none of it make them simple folks they're all people who are very brave who have faced so much who are still facing so much but they all have stories in their hearts that when we know it, we understand how brave they are and how amazing they are. For those refugees, those people who live in very, very difficult countries who can never make it out or who tried to come out but couldn't reach their destinations or couldn't reach sanctuary or peace, we should always remember them. Please never forget them because they also loved, lived, and laughed once. With lots of prayers to Afghanistan's earthquake victims, to people in Palestine who are losing their lives, for innocent people of Israel who are losing their lives, for all those people around the world who are struggling every day with natural disasters, war, or other types of problems. I pray that everything becomes fine in your heart and you also find the same light of strength as Khatira had. We'll finish our show today with this last song of Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift 
all too well all too well <laughs> and we'll see we'll meet each other next monday same time same place on radio ucc 98.3 fm in my life in a suitcase